Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at All Marketing School and your Marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confettis in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool.click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon. So make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are currently bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. I was weighing whether the world was ready to hear my braces story. And I think today is a day where I can, we're talking about misaligns, everyone. And I was uh, <laughs> telling Becca how I, the braces generation, not even I, the, the kind of like almost bearable ones. I remember how every single time I knew I was going to the dentist, I was terrified because it will tighten it so much. And I'll be like, ah, and I was like, oh, great. Not cool, is it? No, this Invisalign is quite... Um gentle in comparison still hurts a bit but that's the thing though I'm like it's you know obviously things go a long way and we realize and I was like it's you know it's a massive difference these days but when I was young 20 years ago I think over 20 years ago now because I was really young when they put them in I was just like I was probably 11 or something I was like who cares like I don't care I I look like a tool I was like fine I'll deal with it I like brushing your teeth is a nightmare again anybody who is our our generation more mind than anything you know what I'm talking about if you had braces, but I know the Italian, um, this is very boring, but the Italian orthodontist system is a lot sh- stronger. Like, you know, pretty much every child who hasn't had perfect teeth will get braces. Like that's how we used to deal with it. That's here. There's, I, you have to wait for years. I think if you, they're a, a bit more like, mm, 
we can maybe not give them to you. And then if you are eligible, it takes you years and years. And then sometimes you miss the cutoff and you're no longer a child. And they're like, oh, oops, like, never mind. <laughs> you, you get what you get. But that's yeah. the problem. And it's a massive, I mean, everybody knows stereotypes because you think Italians, I'm pretty sure everybody has 17,000 stereotypes already flying into their heads. And it's the same with British. And I think, you know, the, the thing about British and like and teeth is a big one and it's really weird. It's one of the ones that kind of people get into their head. So, you know, it's it's funny what some people take for granted for others, like because of the system and how it works, it's completely different. So, so yeah, again, it's kind of good that you can have these different options that you can also use when you're an adult and they're not as painful or absolutely dreadful looking. But yeah, now um, Becca is smiling and her teeth are beautiful, so it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> So that was a, I, I mean, there's a tangent, but I thought excellent tangent to get into for our second welcome back week. And last week we chatted a lot about glasses, Facebook glasses. And then I saw that uh, Facebook is like, well, you know what, I'm going to double down and I'm going to get more smart tech, smart devices because we're bored. And I was like, lol. But in the meantime, don't you worry, everybody else has also been busy. So I'm I'm really happy to say that there's been a lot of things flying around this past week. But I don't know if you did see them. I think it's kind of relevant, but a bit in passing relevant. But if you see the new kind of platform slash, it looks a lot like Alexa vibe stuff that Facebook is working on recently. Is this the uh, all of their new portal devices and things? Yeah, they keep calling them the portal, which is that's what they are. But before, we're actually, again, I think I mentioned my husband's yeah. has one. It's massive. So she has the original one. And now I think uh, they are Alexa. I'm saying Alexa in it because one of them looks like Alexa. But yeah, those are the ones I was talking about. I did see them and they look kind of cool. Like, I don't know. How, and to be honest, I have this with other like smart devices as well. Like, I don't have... A Google Home or Alexa at the moment, not because I don't want one, but because I, I just haven't like adapted to need one. If that makes sense, like I'm like, oh, that's really cool, but I've just never got around to getting one. And I think that's the same for the portal. Like, I think I can definitely see why they can be really useful, and these new ones do look quite cool. And I'm like, mm, do I want one or like something equivalent? But I just don't. I'm so programmed to not have one <laughs> does that make sense it's like oh i don't actually need one but i do think it's interesting all of this push from facebook with this and last week the ray-ban glasses although that's gone really quiet i don't know if you felt like that like they did this whole you know song and dance about it and i'm like okay well is, is it happening then because not seen anything since like it's okay. kind of harder because for example with the portal especially because the apparently the biggest push is going to be around work obviously and using it for watch which again makes me lull a bit because it's like okay obviously now we're zooming from a laptop and i'm like and then i have an ipad i have a kindle already so again talking about devices you know do you need another one to chat to people about work so that is separate it's great but you know what i mean but still, it's I think is an easier sell and or it's probably like a different kind of price point like to justify. And also you're talking to a niche and it's always a bit easier like because it's a quite clear niche. But, you know, Facebook glasses ideally should be, we talked about the potential niches last week, but it could be for everyone. You know, like it's kind of like the, the, the consumer and I think the consumer is like, is it really my first necessity item? Probably not. So I kind of wonder whether they are now like they did the big announcement testing the waters 
Plus, I'm going to say they did the big announcement and then iOS 15 is releasing. And I think that swipes away any other possible big thing when you think about it, because then everybody's starting to panic and be like, what does it mean for me? What does it mean for business? So I don't know. I think it's been like a bit of unfortunate timing from their side. As I said to you, I, I put my skeptical hat on. I'm going to put it on this week again. I don't see it necessarily becoming the thing. You know what I mean? But that's me. No, you know, I completely agree with you. And I actually saw a lot this week about our favorite platform, Twitter, and how all of their updates, which we've obviously covered like week after week, like, oh, they've got another new thing, another new thing, another new thing. And actually, none of them are proving to be very successful at the moment. And I think that's a sign of, you know, we've seen these platforms, Facebook with these devices, and like, maybe they're going to be a slow burn, we'll see, and Twitter pushing all these updates to the app itself. And like, I think we both agree, most of the updates that Twitter have brought out or said are on their way, seem like quite good. But there's just been a lot. And you think if we're like, as marketers struggling to see like, what's the use case for this? How, how useful is that going to be? Like, do I need to change my strategy for that? Like, imagine how your like typical user is feeling when they're like, what, what's a super follower? Or what's this? Or have I got to start suddenly start paying? It's like, no, you haven't. But like, I think there is a lot of confusion there. So I think this is kind of a trend that we're seeing, like every every platform is so eager to push and to be the top, like, look, look at us, we've got this thing, whether it's a new feature or a physical product. And actually, I don't think it's what consumers want right now or need. I think we've all just been you know, benefiting from social, like connecting us, which is kind of what it's supposed to be, right? Like social media through all like this, this past year or so without all of these like fancy things added on so i i saw that and i thought that was very interesting because i was like hmm are twitter now going to take away because they took away fleets so are they going to just undo all of these updates that we've been talking about all year we'll see talking about the tweet the fleets actually element of the twitter updates because obviously we uh, let's say on a timely perspective we missed a few because some of them happened as as obviously we had a little break but I saw the one of the recent ones, as you were saying, some of the things that we're testing, I was checking in yesterday as well. It's um, about like the new visual editor, which I love this, which would incorporate fleets. And I was like, what, 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 let it, what, I mean, eh, you know, and I was like, well, first of all, I love that you remind me of super followers, which I completely forgot. Um, so that is kind of like funny in itself. But I love how they were like, okay, fleets didn't work, but maybe we can still try to find a way to make something visual kind of stick. And I was like, and then there was, a com- again, just to give you know listeners a bit of context, there's also things like communities that were trying. And then there were minor things like full screen experience they were trying, which again goes back to Pinterest when we talked about last week and their full app experience. And I was like, well, how? But yeah, what made me really lol is the fact that they were like, yeah, we're retiring fleets, but maybe. And I was like, no, Twitter, no. I don't know. I feel like Twitter is really confused. I think the developers at Twitter are just like, I just want something. To, I understand Twitter. I've been there myself. I just want one thing to work. So I'm going to try them all. But the problem is you're not in beta testing with five people. You've got millions of users who are like, eh, that's what I see. Completely. That's the thing, isn't it? I feel like 
it is genuinely quite confusing like even when you know about these features that are coming out and or maybe if i can't see it yet but it'll roll out and then i'll get it but i just think it is confusing and it makes it reminds me of instagram you know you go on there and there's so many different directions that you can go in like do you want to watch a story do you want to watch a live do you want to just scroll through the feed do you want to watch reels all of this stuff and it can feel like I know that's why I, I think, lean more towards TikTok because my favourite. But because it, you know what you're getting, you go in. There's like basically one thing to do, nice and simple. That's it. And you're on Instagram. It's like, ah, uh? like all these different ways. And I feel like Twitter is going down that route too, which I'm kind of sad about because I think that's taking away from what Twitter is really good at. You know, it's providing that place for short conversations. You know around a hashtag or like if anyone's watching married at first sight like i like going on it um while i'm watching just to see what other people are saying it's like oh and then when you add all of these other elements like communities or super followers or oh i saw something else the other day i think they're planning on changing like the tabs at the bottom of the screen just all these little things like stop messing with it like it works perfectly well right now like for what its purpose is supposed to be stop changing it and like also the the marketer stress of like oh do i need to change my strategy now like don't want to don't want to do it <laughs> to be honest i i agree with you like a hundred percent when it comes to the best thing that twitter can do which is encourages those conversations and the fact that i was reading as a report talking about how facebook and youtube of all places are the the most, I guess, uh, sought after, more than, I guess, sought after probably is the best word, not necessarily like relevant, but uh, news outlets, so places where people will go to actually get the news. But I still find that, you know, most of us still go, first of all, go on Twitter when Instagram is down, which is my favorite thing. But also, you know, for example, Bake Off started again and you want to have a little rant, you want to kind of, you know, I, I, all the Brits are very excited. I'm not British, but I am like British imported. So I'm really excited about Bake Off. But you know what I mean? It's like these little things. And if it's not necessarily the official news as much, you still find a great way to communicate and kind of spark conversations. So I agree. I think if they stick with that, one thing that I think we need to appreciate is that it still means that Twitter might not be for every brand. Uh, as a marketer, I think there's still a great place for you because you can foster conversations, you can read about stuff, and you can actually ask questions. But I think that's okay. Like not every single platform is for everyone. And once we accept that, and we, as you say, we do one thing well, I'm actually going to slightly jump because there's another thing that's really exciting that happened, uh, which kind of goes back into this, like platforms doing something well. So there's one update from LinkedIn, which maybe happened when I was away, but if not, is a very subtle one, but I still noticed it, which is LinkedIn now gives you prompts of topics, not just like the topic that people talk about in the polls kind of news element, but actually like this hashtag topic or just like a, a title and then you click and you see other posts that are relevant. And I think even LinkedIn has become more and more about conversations and even maybe like long conversations or longer opinions. So that's why I like leadership, which is actually a really interesting report that we would like us to um, loll about one day about like leadership, what it is and what is not. And it's like a new LinkedIn report with Edelman. And I think it's really interesting because I believe that that's where LinkedIn is almost moving itself and positioning itself as, as the, tool, uh, as the, like, the leadership app. 
And on that note, and then I'll let you tell me what you think. It was really interesting to see that um, LinkedIn is also rolling out long form content for company pages. So actually articles. And I was like, oh, hello, my dear friend. So there is something happening. There is something happening and I'm seeing it. And I am curious because I think LinkedIn is finally figure out what it is about. It's finally figure out its place. And it's almost giving companies and individuals the opportunity to become the leaders to become, you know, you know, to actually have a relatable element that is less about just blasting, blasting, blasting. Rant over, but I found all this very interesting from LinkedIn. I, yeah, I'm very intrigued and quite happy actually, because I feel like this is the answer to everything. <laughs> this is the answer to life. No, um, but what you were saying about Twitter and is there a space for brands? I don't think that there really is as much anymore. If anything, I see it as maybe a good customer services tool, like for that kind of use. But what LinkedIn are doing is like, yeah, actually, this is where businesses should be. You know, this is where you, you know, they're making it so easy for you to publish this content. I love the fact that they're um, rolling out this um, long form uh, content option as well. Like, Yes, but it makes sense. And it's like, yeah, use Twitter or Facebook or Instagram if that's where you're going to have that communication with your audience about um, inquiries or anything that comes up like that. Instagram is maybe a little bit different because you can be so, uh, you know, visual with it. But trying to force like those sort of, um, you know, when brands try to talk to each other on Twitter and sometimes it works and sometimes it can be really cringe and it's like, oh no, what are you doing? Like, this is not, this is not it. So save that, save that, just answer customer queries. And then over on LinkedIn, this is where you can talk about, you know, your values, your team, you know, look for new talent on the platform and do that, like attract them because you're publishing that long form content and all the other stuff that they're rolling out. Like, I think it, it makes sense. It's like, but like, it's like, ah, this actually does make sense now because we've seen a shift. We've seen it, you know, brands try to do it on Twitter and Twitter maybe trying to push it with some of these new options, like the shop carousel thing and the gallery that they might be rolling out. Although I, I can't say I've actually seen that organically yet. And maybe that's why, because it just doesn't quite, it just feels a bit like it doesn't seem to fit properly. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. And I think this will be so good when it comes to like, I can already think some of the work I'm doing with clients, like this will help support the case of like, yeah, LinkedIn is for this type of content. Don't try to kind of somehow shoehorn that onto Twitter because it will not work. So I'm very, very excited. It's almost like, because LinkedIn knows that is not selling in the way that maybe other you know other platforms can try i love that twitter went like probably we can but we're still gonna try it because we tried everything we might as well and i'm like don't it works on tiktok and it works on instagram and it works on facebook as well because obviously they're friends for a reason i think and you know and pinterest obviously as well and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how all of that is going to collate and then combine and grow. But it doesn't mean that it works everywhere. And that's been one of my little, mm, but, you know, one thing that I was actually interested in as well, which I'm going to actually let you tell us more about the last thing, a lot of last things, there's obviously plenty of different things going on as always, but were a couple of like little TikTok things as well. And I think, first of all, that is, oh, I've got noise. Lol. 
this this sounds of England. There's a couple of things, including also its TikTok World Showcase event, which I think is going to be really interesting. But obviously, we got other little bits like um, you know actually being able to spotlight clips, and I wanted to hear what jumped out at our TikTok queen because I think. I like TikTok in that respect. It's like we try something, but it's not completely outside our realm. And we try it again. And I find that even when I feel like what the hell is going on in the world, TikTok, I can rely on. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. No, yeah. So TikTok world, I'm very excited about it. It's basically going to be a day long digital conference where they're talking about how you can do you know wow words how you can do creative um how you can get across your branding and like other solutions for ads as well and it's going to be just like jam-packed and i love this because a i love tiktok so i'm very excited to learn whatever the latest is but i think it just shows a transparency from the platform that we don't see as much from other platforms tiktok this is maybe the third or fourth thing i've seen this year from them where they've done like an event type thing where they're just like have this like so you can do your job better and they're just very very proactive and i'm very intrigued because at the moment most of my like expertise on the platform focuses on how to get the most out of ads when they're very very short but i think they're going to start diving into some of the experiments they're doing because TikTok are currently testing longer videos, which in my mind doesn't make sense. Because it's like, well, no, no. But I'm, I'm, I'm open to hear how they're going to make that work and what advice they have. The other thing that's very exciting is TikTok are giving you the option to pin selected TikToks to the top of your profile. So when people visit you for the first time, if you've got like, you know, a viral hit or something that everyone knows you for on TikTok, you'll be able to pin that at the top of the profile for everyone to see, which I think will be really, really clever um, for creators who maybe have got that, you know, one or two videos that have gone viral and maybe the rest of their content is still good, but just hasn't taken off the same way. This will help in that scenario because if you look at someone you're like, hmm, this person seems familiar or like, I'm sure I've seen them before, click through to their profile. Oh yeah, that's where I, I know them from. And then maybe that will prompt a follow as well. But I, I think it's good because it's just giving a little bit more freedom to how you can kind of customize your profile. I know quite a while ago now, um, they rolled out more options so that you can kind of customize the thumbnail of your TikTok video which is really helpful if you have a lot of content, helping people be able to see what it is. So I think we're still feeding into that. And it's, I think it's a, a good thing for creators, for brands, like this is only a good thing. So go TikTok, yeah. We're a cheerleader. Like if you ever feel like TikTok needs a bit of a pump out, just get back on board. Yeah. You know what we should do? I'm going to put it out there. We should, this is going to be so much fun. So. This is just because literally I was looking at what day is the 28th of September. So if you're listening, you're probably going to be wanting to jump on it. It's going to be soon after this is released. But um, there's also a, which I think is going to be next week. Let me triple check because a Pinterest kind of like the second uh, creative ideas Pinterest event. Yes, it is. Create to inspire. That's the one on the same day. So what we should do then on the following, on we should do like a little short kind of recap or two short recaps and then we can put them on the marketing pro so we can do like a little like members only recaps and just kind of we share to each yes. with each other like, you know, also on the what day is this oh. I mean, later con 
Later con? Yeah, later con as well. That's on the 29th. Oh, geez. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> there is so much going on. Okay, okay. Let me write it down. Let's see if I can actually make that one up and then we can do... And then we can do like little recaps of the different things. And like, basically, this is a great opportunity for me to learn what happens on the TikTok event without going to the TikTok event. Becca can learn about Pinterest without going to the Pinterest one. And you can learn about all of them without. Do you think you're going to try and tune in on the replays or later con? I think so. I remember watching a few last year and finding them really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I reckon I will try. I will try. This is a lot of content to consume, but. In the later con, especially, which is great, it's from later from the from the app and the platform later. But theirs is good. I think they're probably trying to now like balance out a bit the amount of content they put out in there. But there's still quite a lot, and I think it can be quite overwhelming. So okay, we'll discuss after we're done with on air and see how can we coordinate efforts. And then share with you guys as well a couple of ideas too. But yeah, I think that was a lot for this week. Again, a couple of events as well for your calendar. We'll make sure that we also put them in the newsletter as well if you want to check them out and maybe even in the show notes, especially because these are quite timely. So go and check those out. Before we go again, I wanted to remind people because I mentioned all marketing pro and then it disappeared. So I wanted to mention that we have just launched at time of listening the all marketing pro community so if you go to allmarketingschool.com slash join lol had to remember that you can find out more about that and you can find out how to get involved how to support us how to support the podcast how to support the growth of obviously all marketing school i am actually starting i love it an accelerator so a course to finish the certification for you guys this month so it's going to be four weeks of intense work to give you Ta-da! the certification to come up at the beginning of next year so there's a lot in the pipeline and we love you listening we love your support and obviously any help a little cheer around that you can do along the way helps us and helps me keeping myself sane which we all want otherwise i won't be able to show up anymore because i'm gonna be mad madder than this so if you want to let us know what you're up to, if there's any other event that we're missing out on that we should tune into, please don't. Drop us a line at Old Marketing School on Instagram or Old Mark School on Twitter, or obviously go to oldmarketingschool.com. I am at Fab Giovanetti. If you have any more questions or anything else you want to share with me, Becca, where can people uh, drop you a DM? I am at Becca Social on all of the platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Alt Marketing School. Until next time. <laughs>